Good morning and welcome back, Podcast EGS family. We know it's been a while, but we are back. Back in the flesh, man. It is now the offseason. Officially the real offseason. Super Bowl is ended. Um, I'm Joe Jennings here with Brandon here with Michael Tilly. How are we feeling? Fantastic. Everybody's zero and zero in both fantasy <laughs> and real life. Yeah, feels good to be back. It was a good, good ending to the season. Very exciting. Yeah, man. Um, like we said, we know it's been a while. You guys heard from us. Um, but like I said we are back. Uh, obviously, you know, we're going to recap, you know, just not much, but, you know, kind of maybe talk about the Super Bowl for a second. I don't know what you guys' thoughts were on the whole Super Bowl itself, um, if you enjoyed it or I don't I mean, I'm a little biased. I, I mean, I just – never mind. I'll go ahead. I'm going to let you talk. I was about to say is uh, the – I feel like the topic of discussion here is – where is Mahomes like on your goat list? Top you know the discussion I mean? is is the NFL <laughs> rigged? <laughs> but with all the uh, Taylor Swift, Kelsey, Mahomes, all that. Did stuff. you see the Joe Biden tweet after the game? What? what, what you see it? that? No. Nah. <laughs> did you see that? I don't think so. Oh my gosh! Let me go find it. I'm shocked neither of you saw it. What the heck? Um. Give me one second. See if I can... Just how he drew it up is what he tweeted, and it was this. <laughs> yeah, man, the script. The script, man. The script that the Chiefs have not been called for an offensive penalty in the last three Super Bowls they've been in. I, yeah, I feel like that's all I saw after the game was just all the holding highlights of all the times. <laughs> the, three, Super Bowls, three Super Bowls is crazy. I understand one. Yeah. Three is crazy. But not one offensive call. First off, I thought I was tripping <laughs> the play. I think it was a play before the actual final play, but Fred Warner blitzed. Pacheco literally tackled that man. Yep. And it, I looked, I'm like, am I tripping? Like, I'm watching it. I'm like, did he not just tackle him? And I'm just like, so nobody's going to call that. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, you know, I already see what time time. And we Playoff are. football, man. What? <laughs> hey, Joe, how you holding up, though? We, we haven't uh... – I don't think we've had this discussion uh, on the podcast since uh, the Ravens. Welcome <laughs> I mean, to Cancun, buddy. Yeah, welcome to Cancun, man. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I'm ever, ever going to get over that loss in my entire life. I'm not even joking, y'all. <laughs> that was the best Ravens team I think we've had in, honestly, like 20 years. And we literally didn't. And we were at home. And really – Okay, you could say, okay, yes, we didn't get a lot of calls, cool, but we hurt ourselves so much. It was just like, yeah. I hope Zay Flowers learns a lot from that. I'm not pointing him out, but I hope he learns a lot from this. The, Balti- the Baltimore Fold Boys. Yeah. Like, no, after the first possession, Lamar stepped back, went crazy. I'm like, okay, we're about to be in the shootout. I'm like, okay, let's get it. And all of a sudden, it's just like, it's at a stagger. And our defense is starting to get cooked, but I'm like, hold up. You're starting to realize after a while, you're like, hold up, bro, they haven't scored in three quarters. Like, what are we doing? Like, we could have won off straight field goals. They literally didn't score in three quarters. And I'm just like, bro, we can't even get the ball to make sure Tucker can get one off. I'm just like, I don't understand. Yeah, it's so, just – yeah. I thought okay. it's just two of the best defenses there. Whoever made the, the least amount of mistakes won. Kind of thing. And I mean, it just sucks because we're never going to have this team together again. Like, we got to pay too many guys. People are definitely – we're never – we're not keeping this team. It's, I don't know what our team's going to look like next year, to be honest with you. 
Yeah. Um, we have too, we have too many good players to pay. Um, Bengals are licking their chops in the division right now. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still, unless something drastically happens, I believe in our front office. I believe. I mean, I still believe we're a ten win team, a double digit win team. And I, I don't know what that means. AFC North champions, or how, do we get back to the AFC championship? I don't you, know. You still play in the most competitive division in football, so yeah. And I mean, we still have been one of the most competitive teams in football. I mean, nothing's going to change about that. Just because we're losing some players, I'm just being honest. But still got um, Lamar. Yeah, I mean, we just I honestly don't I don't I can't see the team next year being better than the team this year, no matter how we put the roster together, personally. Now maybe I'm wrong, but it's all good. I mean, it's okay. I told people, I guess whoever wins one first, Lamar between Lamar, Josh Allen, or Joe Burrow, I guess they'll be the Peyton Manning and then he'll just be Tom Brady. I guess just the way it's gonna have to be. I mean, bro, it's just hard to beat him. And I tell people. If you didn't beat Mahomes this year, you might as well just cry like me because there ain't nothing you can do because that was your best chance. He's mm-hmm. they're literally only going to get better from here on out. They're not getting worse again. Yeah, they didn't have cap space to sign a receiver, and this year they do. So the only way I can see them being beatable is if they literally if they lose Chris Jones. That is honestly the only way I can see them being beat. If Chris Jones stays in Kansas City and they get more weapons, they they you might as well just go ahead and book another one for him next year. Like it's, it's, it's over. I'm how many more to how many more does he have to win to be the goat? He at least has to get six. He doesn't have to get seven, but he at least has to get six. I feel that. When when does Andy Reid enter the conversation? He still has to get three or four more. I'm sorry, I don't know. Like Belichick is at what seven as well. I have no clue. Same thing as Brady, but no, I think I don't think he got. So he might be six actually for Belichick. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good. That was a conversation that was to be had, like about when does Andy Reid enter the goat conversation as well. I think Andy Reid's already a top three coach of all time. I don't know if he's number one, and I think Patrick Mahomes. Well, I mean, in my opinion, I had this conversation with a friend the other day. I said Patrick Mahomes is the second best quarterback ever to me already, but just teach their own. I mean, I get why like the body of work may not be as good as Peyton Manning's or Drew Brees's, or like I get it, but. What is he? Three times Super Bowl MVP, bro. Before the three age, Super Bowls, bro. Before yeah. the he's, he's on pace, bro. He's on pace. Age, that's what I'm saying. Like, but who who's doing that before the age of 28, bro? Yeah. Like I'm not sure. Like I don't know. In my opinion, and just the natural raw talent we are watching. If y'all want to take Peyton Manning or Drew Brees, by all means, go ahead. I'll take number 15 every time. Like that's just what I tell people. And he's still getting better. Like you say, he's probably just now entering his prime. Like he's 28. He probably at least has a good. His prom really could last for easy, like five to eight years. Yeah, I mean, for real, like, <laughs> and it might be longer than that. It might be on some time, like forty year old type stuff. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, but I'm not gonna hate on greatness. I mean, sick to lose to him, but you want to win, you got to beat the best. We didn't. It is what it is. Did you guys see <laughs> the video of Jackson Mahomes trying to get into uh go to club or get into a section in the club? Into the section <laughs> with uh, Brittany Mahomes, and she was yeah. kind of looked at him like, "Who are you?" Yeah. <laughs> The craziest part for me was these grown men that do this for a living really didn't know the overtime rules. Like, how do you know? I was so in shock. Like, what do y'all mean y'all don't know the rules? When was that implemented? Was that last year or was that the year before? Yeah, after the the Bills and Chiefs thing. Remember when they went in crazy overtime? Then they said, okay, only for the playoffs, though. Both teams will get the ball. But third possession is like our winner takes all at that point. Yeah, you got to. There is a third possession. They should make it college overtime rules, make it electric. Bro, do not start. That is the dumbest rule ever. <laughs> and you go for two points every single time until someone. That is so stupid. 
Oh my god, bro. Listen. Congrats to the Chiefs. I'm not a hater. Um uh, yeah, they're a dynasty now. I think it's okay to say it's a dynasty, but it's cool. Huh. Um, we're just gonna hop into a couple of our like five most important or favorite players we want to talk about in this second for free agent predictions. Um, in terms of where we think they might go or just kind of how we feel about their situation. Um, so I guess we could just we could start off with Saquon. I don't know if anybody has any initial thoughts on Saquon or where they would like to see him or um, yeah, I guess to say it that way. Like I said, I saw the Texans as potential landing spot. But we we had this conversation last year. It's like where where do we want these running backs? What teams need a running back, you know? But it's like every team needs a running back if we're going to a two back system at this point. I was about to say the Giants need a running back. I don't see how they can let them go. Like I guess if they don't want to pay him, but like why would you want to stay though if you're him? I don't know why he would want to stay. That's a good point. But I don't know. I mean, the Chargers can just swap. Eckler can go to New York and say I couldn't see Eckler in New York either. But like I definitely could see Saquon in um Los Angeles though. I mean, there's not really that many. There's not that many uh spots that like like you said, it's kind of tough when you think, but at this point, it seems like every team is using two running backs. So Yeah. I, it's like I guess he could go somewhere to still fit in, but I just don't know like how much does he want to be the guy or does he want to be like one A, one B with somebody that's the problem. Yeah. He's still young, so he'll probably still want to be the guy, but at least the one A. But yeah, it just doesn't always I think out. a very underrated spot that a lot of these running backs would go to are the Vikings. Um, Madison did not show up anything for him to be like, I'm just like the guy by any means. Um, and you got Jetta. If you can get a combination of Jetta, Saquon, I'm just saying. You, Vikings, you the Vikings have other trouble, though. They, I've seen reports that Jefferson's hesitant to sign a long-term extension. Yeah, he said he's waiting on Kirk, I guess. Yeah, He's waiting on, to see what they do with the quarterback. <laughs> if they don't re-sign Kirk and they go draft J.J. McCarthy, I don't think he wants to play for them. That as well. I mean, that could – for Saquon, I don't – that's the problem, like you said. Like, if you really look down the whole entire league, it's just like, bro, there's nowhere for you to really go and be, like, the guy. Like, it's, it's just going to be hard. Um, <laughs> About the Panthers. <laughs> that's probably no better than being on the Giants, so. To me, and I, especially with the whole <laughs> – yeah, I mean, I guess we might as well discuss all the running backs, you know, in one setting. And if it's not like so, we yeah. will say Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, and Josh Jacobs. I think it's pretty clear Henry is going to either the Ravens or I keep seeing the Eagles. I don't think there's really any other team. I'm also I'm also seeing the Cowboys. Ugh. Oh gosh. <laughs> I mean. Hey. Yeah, there's no way the Cowboys are just going with the Tony Pollard experiment again. No disrespect to Dottle. He was good. But, like, there's no way they're going with that experiment again. Mm. Someone's going to have to go to the Titans as well. Unless they just believe in That's what I'm saying. Spears. I mean, but they really might believe in Spears. I, don't, I was going to say, yeah. I, don't think a, I don't think a huge name will go there. That offense is going to be awful then. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking of places like – I'm really thinking about Eckler more than anybody, like, he might he, understand. I think he's gonna stay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he's gonna stay, and I think they might try to get Blake Corn as well. To be honest with you, but which 
I think would be a great. I love the kid. Honestly, I would love. I would love one of the Ravens, but I can't act like I want one of the Ravens. I want. I'm sorry. I just want Keaton Mitchell to get healthy. There's nobody more I want to see back on the field than Keaton Mitchell. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Like, and especially if we have Derrick Henry. We really can get Mitchell to get his time to be healthy. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. As a Ravens fan, yes, I'm biased. I want Derrick Henry bad. Like that. Just not. I mean, it would be an amazing fit for our offense. Let's just call it spade to spade. It would be amazing. Um, and honestly, what I type of offense. I don't want him to be a 30-carry guy. Like, what's, make sure he's used in a good way. What's J.K.'s contract, you know? I think this might have been it. I think this was the last year to be like – I think it's on us if we want to pick it up at this point. Like, it's Okay, because, I mean, if I was the Ravens, I'd let Gus and J.K. walk, go sign Derrick Henry, and have Derrick Henry and Keaton Mitchell. Thunder and lightning. Oh, my God. Yeah, Keaton Mitchell – and I ain't going to lie. I like Justice Hill. If you can just keep those three guys, I could be okay with that. If you get Derrick Henry, Keaton Mitchell, and Justice Hill, I could be able to, and we still got Lamar. I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, but Gus, I heard Gus is a liable uh, Cowboys lineup candidate. Hey, hey man, I wouldn't be mad at that. I could see that. He had a good year too, like touchdown wise. I don't know how many touchdowns he really with. over there. I'm not joking. Yeah, but um, Jacobs, I think he's the odd man out. Like what? What? <laughs> and Zamir White looked good bro, when he, he wasn't so playing, good, Yeah, Zamir White looked really good at the end of the season. I don't know if you guys remember. I, I do think someone's gonna get like if these guys leave, someone's going there that's also leaving. So like Eckler, if Eckler, Jacobs, and Saquon all are gone, I think it might just be a flip flop around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or these guys are just getting kind of. I'm sorry. They don't if, want. If anybody sounds with the Giants, y'all just don't care about yourself. I'm sorry, <laughs> Joe Holland. Like, there's what no guy sign with the Giants, bro. What about no. Green Bay? I feel like that's one of those teams. Like, do they just? I mean, they got their duo for the future. What Dylan? I mean, you can't say they don't like the kid. They keep giving them usage. It's not like they don't like him. Oh my god! It'd be different if he was like okay. It'd be different if he was getting like a 18 percent snap share. Dylan plays. I know. I don't know. I don't like them. Aaron Jones always getting hurt. So I feel like I don't know. They always use two two backs. I can see them. I don't know. But it, but then again, all these guys want money. That's the issue, also. Okay, so hold up. Because maybe I'm sure. Okay, no, I don't know. I know. Bro, it's really hard, bro. You look through every team. Every team has like three running backs, bro. Like, what is yeah. whereas nothing you can do? Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo signs one of these guys. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. I, know. But I just wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think the Texans is the most desirable. Would be the more desirable uh, landing spot for any of these running backs. Like, I would love to go there if I was like a Saquon. The Chiefs used to be the option all the time. You could the default option, but now I think a dark, I think a dark horse is the Broncos for one That's of these true. guys. Javante Stone is his rookie deal. I don't know what they signed Piran to last year, but they didn't use him. McLaughlin were good though. Is that was name. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my thing. You got to think of teams with guys on rookie deals, <laughs> and then who hasn't proved it? Javante is probably at the top of that list. True, especially what, if um they get rid of Rush, I'll free up a lot of money. What could be a sneaky option is the um Browns. True. Bro, Chubb's been through a lot of injuries, bro. 
and they're doing hard. Like, some, like some yeah. I just I don't know like how he's coming back from this one. Yeah. Like so I'm just saying that could be a sneaky one where you'd be surprised if somebody signs there. Like yeah, that's definitely one I just thought about. I'm like, who knows when Nick Chubb's gonna be ready? That was bad, bro. Like yeah. you know, I hope he's recovering well, but that injury was really bad. And they can't really lean on Jerome Ford in the same way like they use Chubb. You know, and Kareem Hunt is just too slow. He's he's going to goal line, but they could use like an all around back. Okay, and the only receiver we have is Calvin Ridley. So I guess I don't know. I don't know where he could be linked to. I mean, receivers are a lot more easier because there are a lot more options to throw to. But the Panthers, yeah, I really wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs made the move. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, That'd be perfect. It would be a perfect fit. I mean, I don't. So I mean, like the Chiefs, Panthers. Who could he team up with? Like, I don't because I don't know if he's in a win now mode or he's just like I'm just trying to get a bag. I think he's happy wherever. Yeah, honestly, that's all I don't know. Um, it's a lot Denver, of teams. I mean, Denver, <laughs> Denver again. Denver's just nasty, bro. Listen, <laughs> listen. But okay, if Gabe Davis does leave, that Diggs and Calvin Ridley combo could be nice. If they can make that shake, I don't know if Ridley is even. I don't know if Diggs is happy. I don't even know if Diggs is going to be in Buffalo. That's also my other problem. With is that. Diggs ever happy? <laughs> no. I think he'll be happy when he come back home. You know, purple and black is a good. Color. <laughs> it's nice. Ridley's going to end up on the Titans. That's where he's going. Uh, His career's over. That's nasty. Him and D Hop teaming up. Yeah. No, honestly, they do need help. Okay, actually, what is Brandon Cook's status? Because that Cowboys cannot be too far fetched knowing Jerry Jones. Like, what is Brandon Cook's status? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would like a CD Calvin Ridley combo, though. I have, I would I'll be very happy with that. Dak might be a lot higher on my list. Wherever but, he goes, he'll be a good asset, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, he's a legit number two, if not your number one, to be honest. But yeah. Other than that, man, well, I was gonna wrap up a little recap. So today, um, get start off the all season. We're just gonna do a like very early risers and fallers list. Um, something you know a little simple. We'll try to keep it you know a little short for y'all today, uh, more so. But basically, we're just gonna give you one riser and one faller. And what we mean by that is, if you look back last year, um, at this time or going into the draft last year, uh, where did you view this guy? Where was he actually being drafted? And where are they at now? So uh, I just want to look at it. Tilly, that was going to be mine as well. There were so many guys I wanted, but you can go first if you don't mind because I actually really liked his uh, – his end of season was crazy. So, Yeah, uh, the guy that I chose for my riser was actually a guy that we talked about last offseason before the draft, uh, Mr. Rasheed Rice, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, he was like one of your last picks in the draft last year. Um Am I correct if you guys think I'm wrong? But I'm pretty sure he was the, one of your last picks in the draft last year. And, you know, he showed at the end of the season that he's probably going to be Mahomes' guy going forward, starting week, I'd say 12. He went 10 targets, 9 targets, 10 targets, 9 targets, 12 targets, 6 targets. Um, and he had not, almost 1,000 yards and 7 touchdowns this year on only 79 receptions, which can definitely go up. Um, right now, uh, some of the ADPs have him all the way up to wide receiver 20. 
Um, but looking at this, there are some guys that I think I would take him over. Just some names right here. They have DK above him. They have Michael Pittman above him. Those are guys that he's in the conversation with right now, just based on what he did last year and based on how good of an offense he's in. Well, Rice, my thing was, I, I just, I, I don't know. I just don't know if the Chiefs are going to sign the next receiver. That's my only like thing that I'm contemplating. Are they going to sign like another like guy, or they're just going to get like somebody? My cool? thing, with, my my only thing is, I definitely think they might want to upgrade their offense. But why should they? Why don't they just spend their money on the defense? Clearly, the offense is not a problem. Yeah, especially when it comes playoff time. I mean, he's going to get it together, and it's only going to get better the more experienced. I mean, or time they have together, I guess. Um, but yeah, his in the season thing was crazy, bro. Like at one point, his props on like Fanduel were like seven and a half catches. I'm just like Jesus Christ, bro. I mean, it's up there with Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs and them. Um, but you could tell he just got more. It felt like he got more comfortable. Me watching, he just looked like he was more comfortable as each week went on, and you could tell they wanted to keep getting him the ball more. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like you said, that was a guy we talked about a lot last offseason. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess. I don't know if he's a true number one yet. That's my problem. So I don't know if they want. That's my problem. I feel like he's a great. He like right now he'd be a great number two. I just don't know if he's a true number one yet. He, he could be. I mean, I don't see him stepping into that range where he's getting like fourteen hundred yards, fifteen hundred. Like, give me one of those like Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson seasons. But I mean, like you said, a majority of his production came in the second half of the season. He finished with nine hundred thirty-eight yards, seven touchdowns. And only 100, 102 targets. So, like, I told you the target number can go up. Yeah, he gets 125 targets. How many receptions? He could be a 1,200 yard guy, eight touchdowns. Is he into how many receptions? 79. You said 79? Yeah. Yeah. Now, if he gets 100 catches, he can get 1,200. 1300 yards like if he if he's actually like on point getting he could easily next year be an 1100 1200 yard guy easy yeah like next year um okay so if you look back which is like i said um going back to where is the four for four at yeah um i'm just trying to see what receiver was he going at last year in the drafts he had to be be able to find it he had to be one of your last picks (laughs) you probably won't find it i swear he was known as the wide receiver 74, pick 214 overall. Yeah. So undrafted. Yeah. yeah. Um, so going from undrafted to what round? That's the biggest conversation about these Rosalind Fallers. Like they said wide receiver right now he's ADP's wide receiver 20. I guess it for me, he's like right in that like T. Higgins range now, like kind of why I viewed that last year. But I don't know if it's the same type of production, but like I think I don't see him being worse than like 24, but I don't see him being higher than like 13 or 14, maybe. So it's kind of a weird range for him to me. And seven touchdowns could also go up if he gets more targets. But at worst case, I think he at least get five or six. Kelsey's going to phase out some, too. We saw it this year. Playoffs, Kelsey came to play. But I think the regular season, he's going to keep phasing out some more and more. Like I said, I just can't wait to see who they sign because there's no way they go back into the season season with that receiving core they just had. Yeah. There's no way it so, worked. It worked, but like Patrick Mahomes probably looked at him like, "Don't ever do that to me again." <laughs> Don't ever do that to me again. I would never. I would slap y'all. He said, "Go get me a number two. I mean, so um, they, yeah, they go trade. They'll go trade for Jalen Waddle to play what Tyreek did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just hope, they just need to get somebody chill. Like, don't need to get nobody wild. Just chill out. Y'all already got enough going on. Like, just I like some- what you guys were saying with the Ridley though. 
I'm I'll saying really, I really because he had yeah. to, to really. I'm done. I'm going to cry. That's, that's perfect for him, Mahomes. What if they give Mike Evans the bag? No, no, <laughs> oh, we do not need Travis Kelsey and Mike Evans on the same team. No, anyhow, um, you can go ahead, view it because this is a guy I think or she writes did make a big jump, but this guy probably made like, yeah, top. <laughs> I don't know, top seven or eight type jump, probably. It's probably the obvious, but Kyron Williams, man, RB6 on the season and only 12 games. Um, and when you break it down, fantasy points per game wise, he was RB2 behind Christian McCaffrey. So he averaged 19.9 fantasy points per game and half point PPR. So he's getting you 20 points a game. Um, I look back at his ADP from last season, he was RB71. So same as um, Rishi Rice. I mean, he was undrafted. Um, he wasn't even a starter coming to the season. Um, this is a guy coming to his third year now. High-powered offense. Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Pukua, uh, Puka Nakua, um, great coach in uh, Sean McVay. I think, I mean, he's looking like a star in the making. The only major red flag is, like, he was a fifth-round draft pick last, or well, two years ago uh, in the real NFL draft. And so he wasn't expected to be much, and they could go out and, Pick up another running back in free agency. I know we didn't really speak about it when we were talking free agents, but they could go out and get somebody. But from what I what he showed last year, I don't see why they would do that. This is like the perfect situation. This is why you don't go out and draft high running backs, like because you can find gems like this in the draft. And I think they'll lean on him in the run game. They clearly wanted to this year. They had other running backs. I mean, they weren't the best in the world, but they weren't interested in giving anybody else the ball. So going into next year, man, I mean, this is my bold. I think I said this to these guys over the phone a couple of weeks ago. Like, I think he's like RB2 going into the next year. Like, I looked at the list. I'm just like, oh, you can make cases for guys, but I don't see why you run away from the situation. Like, he, he's, he was great. So, yeah. I don't know. I have two comments. First, public service announcement to anybody listening. Just, I just want to remind everyone, if you have the number one pick next year, you're an idiot if you don't draft Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> just because you mentioned that and for some reason he didn't get picked one and even our home league. But anyway, the other thing is, so fantasy pros has like all these experts that do their rankings. I want you guys to guess what, cause they take the average. What do you think Kyron Williams is right now running back ranking going into the next season? Four. They the average from what? The experts on fantasy pros that all do rankings and they take their like Actually, average out back. of all their rankings. I thought I thought they disrespected them. I'll say they put me like seven. I'll say probably <laughs> five. M at six. Yeah. Who is ahead of him? I bet there's cases, but I don't. No, no. Who's ahead of him on that list? Yeah. Do they have a you list? Should, you should be able to get them. Yeah. It's they're. I mean, they're all having Bijan McCaffrey. Yes. yes. They still have Eckler hitting him? No. Oh, okay. JT. Okay. I can see okay, that. Okay, like, there's a case for about JT a little bit. J- Jameer Gibbs. Whoa. And this Whoa. one's wild. They have this guy at the number two running back right now. Is it Brees Hall? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. In, in, order, case. In, order, in order, they have CMC, Brees Hall, Bijan, Gibbs, Taylor. Kyron, Etienne, Saquon. What evidence do you have that gives top four running back? 
Like, I'm not here to slander you fantasy pros. I am not. Y'all know more than the – I mean, I ain't going to say you know more than me, but I'm just going to say you do more research. You probably spend more time on it. But what evidence are you giving me that Jameer Gibbs is a top four running back in fantasy football? <laughs> did David Montgomery just, like, fall off a cliff, or am I lost, or did we forget about That's the dude steal 15 of his touchdowns next year again? <laughs> okay, maybe yeah, I'm, I don't yeah. know, man. I, I, I don't know about that Williams list. I'm going to be honest. the biggest riser. I mean, what round do you think he's going to next year? Second? Who? End of the first, Kyron Williams. Oh, he's not a first, first. round pick. it's weekend. There's yeah. no, there, no. He's giving me all the evidence that he can. He should be a first round pick. I have nothing. I, I can't hold anything against him. Now, if that this changes, if they sign like, yeah, one of the guys we just mentioned. Yeah, I don't think they will. But like, if they sign somebody minor, he's 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 in my top five running backs heading into next year. No question about it. And if you're a top five running back, I've never heard of you getting out the first round, unless you're in a whole point PPR, maybe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Kyron Williams <laughs> should be a stud next year. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but he might be at that good little sweet spot where this actually might be a good time for you to actually get the fifth pick finally for one time in history, right in the middle. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna go into my guy. Hopefully, I'm not wrong this year because T Law let me down. This is this is my guy, or this year, last year's T Law, what I thought he was gonna be. Um, Mr. Jordan Love, quarterback at the Green Bay Packers. Your QB five on the twenty twenty three season. I literally was just watching um some highlights and some film of him the other day. I'm not gonna lie, bro. This kid is disgusting. Like he's actually <laughs> good, bro. Like he's really good, man. Like, and I I really get excited like watching, but I was like, bro. I'm like, they just have such a good balance. He's not asked to throw like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes fifty times a game, but he's more than capable of doing it. And I'm, I don't know. He just got better and better and better as the season went on. Like, but nobody thought in his first four years he would be a top five quarterback. We had him nowhere near nope. rankings of anything. <laughs> last he didn't year, want him. <laughs> bro, like, so last year, Jordan Love, if I'm correct, was going as the QB. Jordan Love was going as the QB 22. Yeah. He finished top five. Out of every quarterback, he gave you your best return of interest other than CJ Shroud, and it wasn't close. Um, To be honest with you. So, Next year, I don't know if he'll be top five again, but I think he is. I don't. I'm not going to say lock, but he is like in a really good place for me and tier wise to easily be top eight to ten. Like, um, he's going to be one of those guys that I'm now valuing, like the Matt Stafford's in the back. Like, I know I'm not going to have to still pick Jordan Love early. People are going to sleep on the top five season. You're still going to be able to get him late, and it's just going to be a huge value. And I don't know. All their guys are young. They're all just getting more chemistry. That's what I like about it. Let me know when you want the fantasy pros ranking. Huh? Let me know when you want the fantasy pro ranking. I'll tell him I guess he's number eight. I'm pretty sure he's higher, but I'm just I'm saying eight. Twelve. The disrespect. Let me talk to you, bums. Give me all twelve. Give me who who who. Eleven, Brock Purdy. Ten, Justin Herbert. Nine fields, eight Burrow, seven Dak, six Richardson, five CJ Stroud, four Mahomes, three Lamar, two Hertz, one Allen. I mean, that's fine. The only but one that I like, I'm, I, he's I like him more than Brock Purdy. Yeah, I do. I mean, Purdy was consistent, but I like the upside that Jordan Love comes with. Like I mean, like they Joe have said, like the best. I'm not mad at the list. They, the they, 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 
They've got right. Purdy at his best ranking was 10 and his worst is 13. So that's probably why he's above him. So everybody probably put him at like 11. Okay. I'm not even mad. Okay. If they only have him at 12, fine. I'll stand on the hill on my own um, when he is top 10 at the end of the year. But why should Anthony Richardson get the nod? Nah, that's not fair. I'm sorry. We can't just go off this projection, bro. The that's classic fair, rushing bro. upside. Bro. You know how that yeah, goes. That's not fair, bro. <laughs> how is he top six? I'm not saying he can't be top six or he won't be, but right now, how can you say he's top six? I don't know. It's hard to put him there, but I guess upside, like he could. Same why they, same reason they put Justin Fields up there, too. Okay, so if Jordan Love was basically going undrafted, where is he going now? I think he goes around where Dak went last year. Yeah. That's a good So he's entering like what the round 10, 9, 10 range for y'all? After yeah. you get all your, I mean, if you do what a lot of people do, you get all your starters and then you get your quarterback. Yeah. And with the upside of him being top, he's literally another, he's a rep, replica of, of Dak, not play style wise, but just the same way you view them or how you view Kirk Cousins in the past, where it's like, you know, he could end up being, uh, you know, number 10 QB. That's where you draft him. But he will give you upside of QB five and, you, and you're happy. There we go. Um, we just hit on all our risers. So let's hop into our fallers, people. I'm sorry. Just we all did go the same position. I wish we didn't, but it was just too easy. I mean, all those, all these guys literally messed it up. I'm going to be honest um, for the other positions, but. Brandon, you can go first because that was uh, actually I don't know if mine or yours is worse. I think I don't know. We can see. We go ahead. <laughs> yeah, mine was Miles Sanders, man. And as a guy, we were actually pretty excited about when we were, you know, just doing our off-season episodes and just preparing for the fantasy draft. Like, just for context, now, he went as the RB twenty last yeah, year. Yeah, RB <laughs> RB twenty last year, man. So we were. This is a guy we were happy to grab at because he would fall to the flex sometimes. Sometimes we would go with him at the RB two if we needed to, um, because we would go triple wide receiver. Um, so we had a lot of confidence. He was going to Carolina on a, on a decent contract. They've always been a pretty decent – whatever running back goes there, you know, they usually end up playing pretty well. Even, like, when McCaffrey would go down, it always worked out for the next guy up. It didn't work out. Um, So this is a guy we were – I was looking at his ADP. He was 52. So he was right in the middle of the fifth round. Um, He ended up being RB54. He, he averaged 4.63 points per game. So he was unplayable. And he basically lost his job after the third game of the season. Um, to the point where, it, like, down the stretch of the season, he was getting, like, three carries a game. And he averaged, like, 3.5 yards per game or something like that. It was crazy. And it, Carolina just doesn't seem interested at all in, in using him at all. So I, I don't even know what you do with them um, going next season. He's probably off your board. Yeah, for me, if you're really looking at him, there is – Sorry, go ahead. No, you good, bro, because I actually about to look at some stats. So you go ahead while I'm looking at these numbers. There is zero chance you're drafting him. Yeah. Literally zero. Do you see this? Yeah. Oh, my God. I've never seen a red like this. Read his snap percentages. All right, from week four, 43, 46, 18, 25, 38, 46, 36, 36. 21, 27, 36, 26, and a whopping 13 to end the season. He's cooked. He is cooked. <laughs> they signed him to a three-year deal, right? Yeah. They gave him a good amount it. of money, too, I think. Yeah. 
Like he was supposed to hold it down for it. The only thing I'll say is it's a new coaching staff, but like Chuba was just more efficient. Chuba or Chuba, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't like mispronouncing your name, but like it literally, he was just better. Be what I'll give you a high five. If you can tell me where Chuba went to college. What was it Oregon State or something? You're was close. You you are on the right. Colors. I was close. <laughs> you're, you're, you have the right it? colors and the right abbreviation. Yeah, I say, wasn't it orange? Yeah, yeah it was Oklahoma State. So you were Oklahoma State. Yeah. You were close. Yeah, it's okay. We're gonna get we're gonna get them tapped in this season, y'all. Don't worry. We're gonna get them. Thanks, Dad. We're gonna get them tapped in. But um, I just I don't know what you do with him. Like, there's if he's getting drafted. I mean, I guess he could be your last pick. I guess there could be worse. I mean, can we even draft a running back from that team? But Chubb, really, but I'm sorry, when you had Chuba, he was playable. He, he was. was. Really take, are you really taking a flyer though on Miles Sanders? <laughs> Come on now, like you would rather draft. Um, You're right. I'll, pro- I'll probably take some rookie that I like at the last pick as usual. Or but. you'll take like Wicks, the dude from Green Bay, or someone that's. I'll take another kicker. <laughs> um, honorable mention. I'm just throwing out there for Riser, um, Jaden Reed from the Packers. Just yeah. an um, I think he should be looked at next year. Um, they're gonna be nice, bro. Him, Dobbs, and Watson. They got them. They, they got got them some guys, man. I'm about yeah. to say with those running backs. I don't know. Green Bay could be a real playoff team if they just. I don't just get to. I don't know. Just take the next step. However, they got. Shoot, they they beat the. Uh, they beat the. Cowboys. No, honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I thought they should have beat the 49ers. Yeah, they, smacked, they smacked the Cowboys. They didn't beat the yeah. Cowboys. They smacked the Cowboys. And I watched the 49ers game. At no point did I think they couldn't win that game. Yeah. I like texting these guys during the game. I'm like, he looks like Aaron Rodgers. Like, some of the throws he was making and just how comfortable he was in the pocket. I'm just like, he looks like Aaron Rodgers. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Miles Sanders. Um, good luck, buddy. That's all I can tell you. Uh, but, yeah. I'll go last because I feel like mine is the worst, honestly, if you want to be completely honest. Yeah, so my father is what was thought to be the bell cow of the Dallas Cowboys backfield, Mr. Tony Pollard, Mr. Six Touchdowns, Mr. Only a 1,000 yards on 60 more carries than he had the year before, and he had a 1,000 the year before. Um, it was not pretty. Four touch or sorry, six touchdowns, three fumbles. Um, he was a second round pick. I had him on my team before I traded him. And it was some weeks it was nasty. Week two, 25 carries for 72 yards. He did have six receptions that game. Let's see, uh eight for 29, 15 for 30, 12 for 53, 12 for 52, 15 for 55. Um, 16 for 49. It's, uh, it's not pretty. And he was, a, like I said, a second round pick last year. The Cowboys have already discussed potentially bringing a guy like Gus Edwards. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but. Yeah. I mean, looking at his season, I've, this is actually the first time I've actually said that I actually looked it over. It's like he didn't kill you. Like you said, RB fifteen. Um, but it was very underwhelming. Judging like just when you look back at, especially the year before, he had sixty less carries and gave you more more rushing yards, more touchdowns, 
and you know he he gets all the work this year and is just very mediocre, just under four yards per carry. It just looks like he was he was a lot better in that one A one B role. Another thing I've heard a lot of people say as well is that if people can remember coming off that twenty twenty two season, I think he like fractured something in his leg. I can't remember what it was, what the exact name was, but they said like he was just never the same after that. So I don't know. He's really somebody that's hard to judge going into next year, especially if they don't really do much in the free agent free agent market. I'm sorry, 250 carries is a lot to only produce a thousand yards. Yeah. <laughs> like if we carries to only produce six touchdowns. Yeah. That is so, what like when you look back at most guys that have 250 carries, I guarantee you they probably rarely have less than eleven hundred. Unless your name is unless your name is Najee Harris. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but and it's not like he wasn't running behind a good old line. So True. I'm just like, and I'm not saying he's not like, maybe he isn't the same or maybe he just, so we've seen a lot of times where it takes a guy, it does take guys a whole year to really get back to themselves. Like, um, I don't know, but it was tough watching it because it's, it's just a guy who was closer to the side of almost 300 carries than 200 and we're barely getting a thousand yards. That's I think what made it worse is the Cowboys offense at home scored like 42 points a game. And he only had yeah. six touchdowns. It season. wasn't like the Cowboys weren't putting up numbers. Like, they were putting up crazy numbers. And it wasn't like they weren't giving him opportunities. I remember the 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 joke throughout the season was he keeps getting on the one-yard line getting stuffed. Bro, and it's the truth. And, I like, he's a prime example of I may not always be right. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. But y'all have heard me say multiple times, this is why I hate drafting guys the year, like, the last year, and you go off the year they did before. And a lot of their touchdowns are like fifty yard plays. That his is backup not had, repeatable. His backup bro. had four touchdowns. And that's, <laughs> like, bro, and I'm saying, like, the year before he had nine touchdowns, of course, on less carries. But, bro, okay, five out of his nine were like forty or fifty yards. It's not repeatable. Like, it's just not for a running back. It's not often good. It's not going to happen that often. So my thing is, like, if you don't have any real dominant goal line or some type of dominant goal line present, you're not breaking 40, 50 yard touchdown runs. Where's his value being presented other than him maybe hopefully getting five or six catches a game? Yeah. So what are we doing with them next year? That's the that's the question. Here. I mean, obviously you still, I mean, it could definitely be a good asset in your team. It's not like you don't want him. I mean, it's not like yeah. you don't want him at any point. I mean, it's just like where are you like he's clearly not an RB one as he was you last year. Is, that's not the blur or whatever. Is he an RB two? I think so. Have you looked at the ADP for him? They have him at 22. I'll I'm okay with that. If I get him back, and then back in the RB2, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'll throw a couple of names out there. They have a little below him. Okay. You can tell me if you would rather have them. <laughs> Ajay Spears. Like with, I'm assuming with no Derrick Henry. Correct. <laughs> I probably would still take Pollard. Yeah. That's, that's Aaron tough. Jones. I'll take Aaron Jones. Joe Mixon. I'll take Mixon. Mixon. Going low yeah, I'll take Mixon. I, I might go Pollard, though. <laughs> Mixon just gets too much work. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's actually decently more efficient with that than Pollard. Uh, Austin Eckler. Eckler down all the way at 20-something is crazy. Wow. That is insane. That's yeah. the main thing. I just hope Eckler is all the way down from two to two. <laughs> last year, bro. He was like a lot of people's RB two. To be honest, he was. Yeah, 
and now I he's going picked them. Yeah, I think I picked them. Number and Fowler five. was a lot of people's what, like probably top six or seven. Yeah, he was going right next to Eckler. Probably. You know I'm saying like, and these <laughs> are two guys that are now being drafted. Basically, like you might be lucky if you think they're RB two. Um, I honestly think it's worth taking a shot on Pollard again, though. Like, can it really get worse? I mean, it depends on how you build your team. Like, I think I'm just starting to go like more receiver heavy early. It's kind of where mm-hmm. I'm at personally. Um, so if you're okay with him being your RB one, if you don't go RB one early, then I guess that's up to you, depending on your wide receiver. Strength. That's a scary RB one, though. I mean, yeah, but if you got Tyreek Hill and somebody else, I mean, it's not as bad. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, I mean, all about how you prefer to build your team. I mean, that's really a preference, obviously. So it's like, I would I would prefer not to have him as my RB1. But if you go wide receiver early, then he pretty much has to be your RB1 damn near. Yeah. I mean, he gave you last year 11.48 points per game. So you're expecting about 11 points a game. If he can just get that. If my RB2 is giving me 11 and a half to 12, I'm not about to be like mad. I mean, like. Yeah. I mean, it was RB15. So, yeah, he didn't. It was just ugly. Very mid. But my thing is, do his touches go down? That's my main concern. That's like just why I'm like, really? Probably. You'll probably go back down. I think they're going to sign someone else. No, he. Yeah. I mean, he, he literally had 300 plus touches. I, I, you can't have 300 plus touches and be RB15. I'm not, I, I can't go for that. There's That's not possible. <laughs> there, bro, because how many guys had 300 plus touches this year at running back? Can I actually look for you? Like, Receptions and r- rushes. I can. I mean, just rushing attempts wise, the only people who had more than him were Najee, Joe Mixon, Etn, Rashad. Joe White. Mixon probably had three hundred touches. Rashad White probably had three hundred <laughs> touches. McCaffrey and Henry. Those are the only. So outside of Henry, everybody else did, had to finish higher than fifteen, bro. I'm not tweaking. Yeah. So my like but you can't get 300 touches and finish and not be RB1. Even if you're not top 10, but you got to be top 12, bro. You cannot get 300 touches and not especially in an offense that's putting up 30 points a game. Yeah, they were probably one of the best offenses in the league scoring wise. <clears throat> yeah, so it's definitely going to be tough uh judging how you view him next year. So maybe we'll get like more clarity as the offseason goes on. Um yeah, I'll get into mine. Uh, to wrap up the episode, my father is Mr. Damian Pierce, running back of the Houston Texans. Last year, if I'm correct, Damian Pierce was going to the RB16. That is correct. Um, Tilly, I don't know what his ADP is now um, at this second, but I can say he did finish as the RB52 and half point PPR. So you drafted him as the wire. I mean, the RB sixteen. You got it. Why? I mean, RB fifty two finish. Bro, this was they've bad. got him. They've got him at what he was at fifty two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that already says all I need to say. His ADP <laughs> dropped from sixteen to fifty two. Who was the worst pick? Him or Miles Sanders? Wait, who who had higher ADP last year? Uh, Damian Pierce by four. By how Damian. much? By four. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Probably Pierce. I thought people were more excited about Pierce. Like, come I think, I think, I just, I think, I feel worse having Pierce than having Sanders. If I mean that in the nicest way, like, I want to give a shout out. I need to give a shout out here. He doesn't probably listen, but he deserves a shout out. After hearing that Pierce stat, shout out DJ because DJ had Nick Chubb and Damian Pierce and still made the championship in our league. (laughs) What a guy! What a GM of the year. That's wild. (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean. I mean, he's clearly like undraftable, right? At this point. Yes. If Miles you, Sanders is undraftable, you, so okay. So if they go, if they go into the season with just Singletary and Pierce, though, are you okay taking that flyer, the last pick, having him as a handcuff? Would you rather have him or like Jalen Warren? Jalen Warren would never last that long. Every, yeah, Jalen Warren would never last that long. Trying to think of another back. about to be like the new Kareem Hunt. He's like he's gonna slowly be like that ninth, tenth round guy, like that you slowly want just in case something happens. And he's good because there are gonna be some games. Jalen Warren's gonna. There's no way he doesn't get more touches. They might gets. finish similarly, like him and Najee. <laughs> like he'll be like four four spots apart, kind of. Thing. I just don't see how he doesn't. If, even if, if Najee gets hurt, Jalen Warren might be a top. He might be RB one. You can say it. I was about to say he might be top. <laughs> he might be RB one if Najee gets hurt. Glad you said it. And my thing is, even if Najee doesn't get hurt, there's no way you're going to tell me there are 36 better backs than Jalen Warren. He's at least a flex. Like, especially at half-point PPR. If you're not dragging in the whole point, he can at least get you a good, honestly, 7 to 10 per week. Warren's going to be one of my favorite guys going into the offseason. I'm being honest. Um, hey, right, hey look, have, you're the Steelers fan. Would you rather have, <laughs> let's say, Gus Edwards signs with the Cowboys? Gus okay. is probably gonna be there at the end too. Would you rather have Gus or Singletary? Does nobody sign with the Texans? No. Oh, Singletary. No, you can tell. Hear me I, out. I, mean, I know the touchdown upside. I meant, but I meant I meant Pierce. Pierce. Oh, I'm about to say like I, okay. Oh, I think Pierce. Singletary over both of them. Definitely well. Gus. But I'm about to say as Singletary <laughs> the year went on, you could tell they was comfortable feet in Singletary. Like they were. So would you take? I know this isn't who we're talking about. Would you take Singletary or Chuba? Like just just assuming neither one of the teams do anything, right? I'm taking Singletary. There was a game in the playoffs against Cleveland that Singletary had 13 carries for 66 yards and a rushing touchdown. I know he finishes the um RB 31, but if you look from Week 10 on, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the numbers would be right there. Yeah, from. yeah, he only had what two games under 10 points and in the playoffs. 14 and a half and nine and a half against Baltimore. Yeah, so I mean, was, I don't know. I mean, when you look at it, Singletary, <laughs> I feel like finished the year strong. Where is it? Okay. There we go. Okay. I'm looking. Give me one second. It doesn't want to work with your boy. Half point. Weeks ten to eighteen. Devin Singletary was the RB nine from weeks ten to eighteen. Sorry, take me a minute, y'all. I had to go to Fantasy Pros. Thank y'all, Fantasy Pros. Um, but yeah, how can you ignore that? Him being literally RB nine for the last basically half of the season. I don't see the point of moving forward with anybody else. So should Singletary? This is a crazy question. Should Singletary be over Pollard? 
I mean, I feel like you can't do the now. I just said, bro, he really was top nine. When he really got to work, he was top ten the whole season. His, his time of the season. I'm looking at me crazy. Like it's a valid question. Like I mean, yeah, that's the soundbite for this episode right there. <laughs> yeah, you can I love take, it. Like, just take Somebody I love it. Crazy. <laughs> I love it. I'm I'm not even gonna answer that. I'm gonna just let you. Am I? Know. They might now that we're talking about they might cut Pierce, another guy that's on the last year of his rookie deal, probably, right? Probably. Yeah. So they might let him go and go get one of these bigger running backs. Nah, because I'm looking for okay, and Tony Pollard in that same span, when Singletary and Tony Pollard both were the full time starters for their team, uh Singletary was the RB nine and Pollard was the RB seventeen. And how many touchdowns did Singletary have during that time? Four. Almost Paul, more than Pollard. Pollard also had Pollard also had four. So hold on, hold on. What weeks was that through? Uh ten through two. eight. Yeah. So that means one through nine, Pollard had two touchdowns. Sorry. That's just what I just had to figure out right there. I mean, I guess you could say he finished the second half better than the first half, possibly, is one way to look at it. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Double but, what he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Singletary hockey a riser now for me. Yeah. You know what's, you know what's crazy? Riser. Brees huh? Hall is number two during that stretch. Brees Hall first Brees. round pick. Is Brees Hall first round pick? Yeah. According to ADP, he's the second running back, second best you running know, back. He's a top you five pick. You know, in our league, he's going in the first round. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> the Aaron Rodgers effect, man. Yeah, cut that. Single tail over Pollard. I'm I'm not doing my research. <laughs> but yeah, anything else for the uh, people, guys? We hit them up. Nope. Nah, man. Off season, time to rest, man. Start preparing for next year. Yes, yes. Never too early. Yes, yes. <laughs> Running a mock right now. Yeah. Oh no, we're not. Hey, run a mock. Listen, uh, stay away from toxic people like that in your fantasy league. That's my one piece of advice I can give y'all for y'all leave. But as always, we appreciate y'all sticking around. You guys can follow us on social media at podcast egs. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Um, like you said, this off season we will be, you know, doing a lot more different things than we have in previous off season. So we appreciate if you guys uh stick around and support. Um, but as always, you know, we love y'all. Thank y'all, and we're back. We'll see y'all uh next time.